It's your journey podcast. And that's the jingle I just wrote. After my shows, asking me questions. God fed up with my soul, so ain't no blessings. Happiness can't be bought a soul. I learned my lesson. Welcome to another episode of It's Your Journey Podcast, a podcast of support for your relationship with Christ. I am not here by myself today. I have a little intro, so she has to wait for the intro. Um, one of the most God-fearing women that I know that has helped to transform me. To be the person that I am today, along with Christ, like Christ was first and then her. Um, <laughs> um, the one and only Miss, excuse me, Mrs. Right. Tara's Hollingsworth is in the building. Hi. Okay, you have Hello. to you have to talk. Hi. <laughs> talk to the mic. Talking to the mic. Okay, this is my. I'm new to this, guys. So have have grace on okay, me. Okay, back. You're like really close. You told me to get in the mic. You're right. You're right. But you were like talking. Okay. Okay, I'm trying. I'll do better. Okay. So how this goes, basically, Tara, because she's not a professional podcaster like me. I'm not. So basically, you start off just like telling us about your week, what okay. you were doing. It's negative 47 degrees. It feels like outside. Mm-hmm. How's life? Yep. So um, I've had a really crazy month. I have been traveling a lot for work. I'm a youth pastor. A sham didn't mention that before. Um, so this month has honestly been a lot of sermon prep for camp and lots of she winter camps. You call me fast. She, <laughs> she big, big. Um, yep. So she's been working, but then also too, if you guys are not from Minnesota, then you wouldn't know that it's literally been negative 20 degrees with the wind chill. It's like negative 50. So it's rough. It's very expensive to heat your house in this mm. kind of weather. Unless you have a space heater like me, you just plug that sucker that, in. That's also expensive. And that shoots your electric bill right on up. Okay, guys. So today we're going to be talking about discipleship. I got this idea actually a couple weeks ago. Or it could be all the time because Tara always just dropping gems in people's lives. Oh, okay. And so she was like talking about like... um like discipleship and how it's like not easy, like not an easy thing to do. Like being able to deal with somebody 24 seven. Don't look, don't look at the notes. (laughs) This is like my own notes on the side. And I have questions in my, in my notes on my phone too to ask. Okay. Which she did not send me any questions in advance. No, this is all all new. Like top of the dome. I don't have any prior inspiration. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So my first question for Tara is, is there a difference between discipleship and mentoring? Hmm. It's hard for me because I feel like in interactions with you, I always rephrase the question back to you to, <laughs> to see what you think. Because I don't like to like always give answers. Um, but now I have to be direct yes. in the questions yes. that I answer. Um, I think that there is. I think that when you are discipling somebody, you're discipling them in like the calling that you see that like God has in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you like walk with them through that and through their journey of like being able to like grow in the ways of God, grow in the knowledge of God um, and in the character of God. But I think when you mentor somebody, I feel like you can mentor someone in a skill. You know what I mean? 
You look like you're about to laugh. I can't handle no, it. Every time I look at you, you look, look like at my laugh. page. Oh, you Advice through a certain set of skills <gasps> or a life area. Coming alongside one another and in, in, in uh, no, 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 I don't know the word. And them spiritually so that they can become a strong follower of Christ. Yeah. So I think when you mentor someone, like I could have a mentor in um, being a wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can really help me and lead me and guide me in like what it means to be a better wife. But that doesn't always mean that they're like gonna help me like in my calling of like youth ministry and that kind of thing so yeah I feel like I think about like how in the bible like Jesus seen the disciples for like who they were who they are Mm -hmm. not like who they believe not like who they believe that they were but like who Jesus seen them to be who they were supposed to be see Mm -hmm. but like I think too I would be much more picky in who I let disciple me not like you know but when it comes to mentoring I think that I wouldn't be like as like someone's an expertise. Okay, sure, yeah. they can mentor me. Yeah, but if someone's gonna like have access to like my spiritual life and be that open, then I want to you know be sure that they like are on their grind too. Right. So would you say that we have like a um, mentoring slash discipleship? Because I feel like essentially I want to be a youth pastor, but like mm-hmm. like work with youth in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes with us, if you guys don't know, like. We should probably say, like, how we met and stuff, Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. so um, I met Sham on my couch at my house. like Her old house. My old house. house, yeah, when I was single. And you, as a Pringle. I was, like, dating, you know, but I mean. Sure. Um, but, yeah, when Sham was 18, she came to my house and um, with, like, a group of people that I had known. And I just really felt like God had, like, God showed me, like, she has a serious calling on her life. Um, so I definitely noticed that right away and maybe, you know, the Lord revealed to me or it was a similar calling to mine. So I noticed that I don't know what it was, but like the Lord really like connected us together. And I told her, I was like, I really think you have a gift to preach. And I feel like you have a gift with youth. And I asked (laughs) you what your major was, remember? Yeah. And you said youth development or or ministry. ministry. And I was just like, I knew it. Like I can spot out youth people. I feel like. Um, wow. but yeah, so Sham was super, y'all don't know this about Sham yet, it's your journey podcast, <laughs> but she was super hesitant, and I tell y'all, the Sham you know now, bless God, because bless God. Sham had the worst attitude, which we'll probably talk about when we go I to the like, bad and the ugly. I, I feel like that's always something she say about me. Is, you don't, this you don't like, think? She used to have the worst attitude, like she just, her attitude was just it the was. worst. It look. I just hated her. No, I've always, I loved you right away, <laughs> but your attitude was not, you know, we had to work through some stuff. Yeah. You know, God really had to get on that up. Okay. Anyways. Um, but Sham was like, no, like I am not going to be preaching nothing. I'm not going to do nothing. Two months later, she was preaching at my youth. Look, I just, like, I just didn't like the idea of being in charge of people's souls. That's like, I, like, I just want to, I'm not, barely in charge of my own soul. You're not in charge of nobody's soul. Uh, pastors in charge. Shepherds are judged harsher than people in the congregation are they not which i agree but and i just didn't want that just judge me charge is very intense mm. i wouldn't say i'm in charge of people's souls i'm in charge of some stuff <laughs> not of people's souls. so i can't send you to heaven or hell i can't do nothing that's that. true but you can guide me straight to hell <laughs> i won't i promise um but anyways so um i don't know like Sham just really started like opening up in the way she wanted to grow, and I was really willing to like help her and walk with her through Ooh, some really of those willing. things. Yeah, no, really willing. You really were. No, you were really willing. I was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
but yeah, so uh, I think I, it's been like discipleship, but also mentorship and skills when it comes to like, you know, preaching and teaching and those kinds of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So like what were like, I guess like, okay, so I found this article actually, because this is a perfect place to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's this article that was written five days ago on January 24th. And it's called Biblical Discipleship, the Missing Cogwheel in the Black Church, which I don't know what cogwheel means, but we'll get there. So it says in the show, in the um, in the article, discipleship is far more important than what is used today. Jesus taught those who followed him. Whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot believe my disciple. A person carrying his cross entered into suffering. Without reproach, without dying to self, we cannot learn from him. Today's church teaches blessings with no self-denial, but self-exaltation. Luke 9.23 says, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. This is not a single decision, but a lifestyle. The cross we carry is a crucified life to ourselves and the world. Our bodies are are a dedicated temple which we present as a living sacrifice to our God as we present ourselves, heart, mind, body, and strength in service to him throughout the day, not just when we attend church. So I guess like my question is like, how does discipleship play like outside of church or even like what are like the misconstrued, misthought thoughts about discipleship Mm -hmm. like people don't know about like today? Yeah, I think that I would say that a lot of times discipleship can look trendy. Mm-hmm. Um, it can always like look good for you to feel like, you know, somebody's walking with you through life or you feel good about yourself because you're walking with someone and helping them like grow and learn those things. Um, but it's not a trend mm-hmm. and it's not um it's not, it's not always cute. It's not always cute Instagram photos. I mean, with us, we this, take them. Yes, uh, our yes. Instagram pages are really cute. Okay. Yes. Um, but it's not always that. And there's so much to it. And I think of like my, the people who have discipled me, um, Stacy and Trinice Jones, like that's pretty much the reason why I understand discipleship is because of the way they've discipled me mm-hmm. so heavily. Like, you know, when I was 17, I was really guarded. Like I was really, um, I'm a PK. So I grew up like not pastor's kid, pastor's yeah, kid. Sorry pastor's kid. for y'all. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But I grew up so like didn't I couldn't share no information, couldn't tell nobody what I was going through because I didn't want it to reflect badly on my family. Um, but when I met them, it was so different. Like there was no judgment and they really like helped me understand um, just how like healthy it can be to acknowledge the things that you've been through and work through them and talk it out. So, I mean, they saw a lot of stuff like they saw me process things that I had never processed before, you know, like my parents' divorce and just like issues that I had like inside myself. And it was ugly. Like it wasn't cute. Like there was a lot of like drama. There was like a lot of crying on their couch, like all night. It was just, I'm telling you, like it was there, it was a lot. And I was in college at the time. So like, it was a lot of me calling them up. Like, I don't have any food. I don't have any money. Like, can I come over, you know, mm-hmm. and picking me up and it's negative 40 degrees. Right. But yeah, like if it was trendy, that would, that would really get like annoying after a while, after a few months of me really trying to work out deep things and praying for deep stuff and you know, all that it would have, it would have been passed up. So I, it really grieves me when I see people 
like asking people, will you disciple me? But really aren't serious, really aren't Mm. trying to like grow and learn. Um, And for the people who do want to disciple somebody, really not committing to helping that person like live out this life. So that's like one thing that I think when people think discipleship, they don't understand. Like it takes like just look at the way Jesus discipled. And if you're not ready for that, don't do it. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. I think when you say like discipleship is trendy, like before, like when I worked at KAA, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to bring that up. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> when I worked, when I worked at KAA, I think like, well, like before, before, like I went to KAA, like, I guess I didn't really know the term of like discipleship, mm-hmm. but then when I got there it was like. Everybody needs to go make disciples. Everybody needs to do this. And I felt like... Mm, careful. I don't want to offend nobody. Want to offend nobody. Um, Maybe people weren't as prepared to disciple people or to be yes, discipled. Yes, I. It could, it could have gotten for some people... Like, there were some, like, genuine relationships created where, like, discipleship was created. But then mm-hmm. I equally think that there was, like, a trend... To either be discipled or be a discipler. Mm-hmm. To disciple people. like So like if you're not being discipled or you're not making disciples, you're really not like that far along in your faith. Yeah, like, exactly. So you exactly. have to do that. So you like to... at camp like, oh my goodness, I just feel like I really need to disciple you. Or like, I feel like, like, can you please disciple me? And then like after the summer was over, it was like, oh, okay. Like Back I don't even to, yeah. know your last name anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know. And I felt like that was like, where a lot of like my thoughts of discipleship came from and like I even was on the bandwagon (laughs) like yes I would love to be discipled by these people but I think it was because equally like there were like women there who like also pursue God like in ways that I wanted to Mm -hmm. so like I was like oh well they can just like teach me Mm -hmm. what it is that they know well and too like you really wanted to grow which you still Mm -hmm. do but like I think you were, I mean, and maybe I'm biased, but like you were really genuine and wanting to grow, wanting to learn. Like if you give, y'all don't know this, but like if you give Sham a task, like in order for her to grow, like Sham, I want you to study this scripture and like, you know, really see like what the Lord speaks to you. Like you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Because you desire to grow. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think that if you have a mismatch in that, like you have a desire to grow and someone doesn't really have a desire to like walk with you through things, then can get that can be the bad the bad and the ugly yeah yeah so basically i didn't talk about this but like basically what i wanted to like talk about was like the good the bad and the ugly of discipleship and like how like there are good times where like things are all like fun you know and then there's bad times where like you like i kind of wish that like i don't want to say i kind of wish i didn't know this person but like i kind of wish i wouldn't have told them and then it's like the ugly stuff like oh lord what was we doing this this is (laughs) and there has been times where tarot's just like sham what like i'm confused as to why you even did this but like more than confused just shocked in disarray (laughs) bewildered just well it's like there's times where she has been like yo I don't know what you was thinking like you must not have been thinking but like during that during that time like even though like there's like stuff that I know is like hard to tell her I still like trust her because of like the consistency that she has to like be there for me to like tell her the bad stuff and like the ugly stuff and like yo Tara I just did this thing and I know I probably shouldn't have did it 
but I did it anyway. And she now like, I told you not to do it. I mean, like, Maybe, said that maybe like a couple weeks, maybe like a couple weeks, she like, you was acting crazy. But like in the time, you know, like emotions are high. She's not like, oh, I told you. She's just mm-hmm. like, she like does a good job of like, okay, Sham. So I just want to know, like, what were you thinking before, during, after? Like, nobody said escape. Nobody said go back home. Like, nobody said that to you. They probably did. You probably wasn't listening. Well, you know, I like to ask a lot of questions because I want to understand. Like, I never want to assume that I know because when you do that like you can really um put like your experiences on someone else so if Sham were to do something that I've done in the past I can't assume that I know why she did it because I know why I did it we may have two completely different reasons um so I always want to make sure like I'm asking questions and there are times where I get like frustrated with like obviously your decisions which we know oh Jesus um but that's only because like I like I see like what the Lord is doing in her life I don't know everything obviously and I'm like never gonna claim to like know exactly what God's doing because I'm not God but yeah like there are things that I know know for sure are not in line with your purpose and what God's called you to do and so and I know like you know better a lot of the time so if there's something I have to feel like I can call her out on then I should do that and I feel like I would want that for myself too if if people in my life who are claimed to be walking alongside like are walking with the Lord alongside of me I want them to be able to call me out and be like Tara that is not cool like you really need to check that so I try to do that in the right times. In the right times, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Old Tara be coming out. She be cussing me out all that, the time. You don't even know old Tara. That, that's true. I don't, you don't I even don't. know. That was like a while ago. I think I get I think I get the best of both worlds because her husband cusses me out. <laughs> Tara's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Tara's like, no, okay, my husband is very hard on champ. Like I am like the soft <laughs> love. He is definitely like the tough love. Like so it's is it love in there? Or is it just tough? Like I just think it's, it's just there. tough sometimes. He loves it, but then like it is tough randomly. Sham, you're doing such a great job. <laughs> but that's how you know it's real because if he tells you that you're doing a great job, or if he like hugs you, like you're like, like Sham, I'm so proud of you. You, you get, get like, like what? You get like ten weeks of like Sham. I told you shouldn't have did that, and then like just <laughs> one week after that, just. Wow, Shem, I'm just really proud of you. And like, and you never know when it's gonna happen. <laughs> you never know. So it's it's like, never like I after a that. big accomplishment. It's no. never after. It's just random. Just some tiny. Mm-hmm. Some I'd save a hundred dollars. Shem, you're doing so good. Right. So good. You show up somewhere on time. What you always doing? He'll be like, Shem, you are consistent. Yeah. You are reliable. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sham, well, I'm so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful. After a holiday, uh, just random. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like the two things that, the two points that I really wanted to talk about, which I feel like we already talked about, is through discipleship. First thing, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing process. So, like Tara kind of talked about, like how like it's not something that like you're just like oh. I'll just disciple you for four months mm-hmm. and then I'm just going about my life to check this off the list. But it's like a lifelong mm-hmm. relationship so. and, you know, encouragement and walking with someone through their life with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And different seasons, too. Mm-hmm. So there was a time where a girl, um, she asked to have coffee with me. She was a lot younger than me. Um, and then I went What's to coffee. A lot um, I don't know how old she is. She was a teenager when I was like, I have no idea how old she is to be honest. Me and Tara are the same age. She was in high school. No, we not. <laughs> I mean, close, but. Wait, you're like 25. I'm 25. I'm only 21. 
Yeah. I don't we know. probably went to high school together. No. We could have been. No, we couldn't. Or else we would have been in college at the same time. Yeah. Which didn't happen. If it was like a 7th to 10th grade school. No. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, she was in high school. I don't know. She was a teenager. And I was out of college. And she asked me um, to coffee. And then she said, like, will you disciple me? And I was just like. She just, like, asked you that in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as y'all sat down? Well, she told me, like, some sad stories about her life. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know, what, I didn't know what it was for. But I was about to listen. Because, you know, what, I don't know. Anyways, so she asked me to disciple her, and I was just like, okay, like, you know, let's do it. I was actually in a place where, like, that was fine. Um, and so I, she was, after, like, a couple times meeting with her and stuff, um, I got to be careful what information I give, but oh, she was telling me more and more stories, and it seemed like she just wanted to, like, shock me that her life was so bad. It, I don't know. It was... Ooh, I'm so happy you found Jesus. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I told her, all right, I want you to take time to pray this week. Don't, you don't have to text me or call me anything. I don't, you don't need me for this process. I want you to pray and I want you to ask God why, like, what is your purpose here on earth? Why do you Mm -hmm. think God created you? Um, and, um, I just said, you know, pray and just ask God because I could tell that her life lacked direction. Like she was just doing anything because when you don't know what you're here for, anything goes, you know what I mean? Um, so I asked her, you know, do that. She she did that. And then she came back and she told me what she felt her purpose was. Mm. Um, and from that point on, there was no like commitment to that purpose. Like there was nothing that like indicated that she was taking what God was telling her seriously. Mm. Um, and so at that point, I just like had to realize like she's not ready. You know, she's not ready to grow at the same rate that like I'm willing to like give out. So it just, I knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I really desire to like help people get to their, their gifts. And just for me personally, if you want to play around and you're not really willing to grow, yeah, you're going to make mistakes. But if you want to play and, you know, act like you're ready to grow, like I can't, I can't do that. That may be someone else's gifting. What did uh, Sarah Jiggs Roberts says? I'm not a coat. Did you hear that? <laughs> that was the one and only podcast I heard from her. She said, I am not a coat. Okay, did you hear that? No, Sarah Jiggs say way too much for me. Look, like, I listen to all her podcasts. So yeah. I don't really know. But she probably but you gotta know who you are, not a coat. You got to know. Who, and that's just Who not she me. said she was? Uh, I don't know what she said, but she just She said, said I'm not a coat. She said, I'm Look, not a coat. So I'm whatever that I means mean, for you, but I was just like, I need the where I'm at right now. Maybe I can help a different person in a different season of life. But if you really trying to grow, then let's do it. But if you're not trying to play games, I just I don't if have the time. If you're not trying to play Baby games, girl, or if you are I don't trying have the time. To... <laughs> <laughs> you almost there. You almost there with the visa mom, okay, boy. I tried. I tried. It's okay. Also, I think like, yeah, like I agree with that. Like, I feel like with our relationship, it was kind of like we both benefit from it. Like first of all, yeah. I think it was I think it was God ordained because praise God. Because how else would we look? Look, yo, no say. I have no idea at all. How did I get on her couch? Who knows? Look, look. But like, she came to my couch and told me she didn't like the food I cooked. That Before is she true. made it, uh-huh, I made some homemade chipotle. She said I don't like chipotle. I said, oh, okay. I did say I don't like Chipotle because right. that's when I was not on that Chipotle train, but I will eat that faithfully. And I'm like, who is this girl coming <laughs> to my house eating my food, about to eat my food? And was Let like, I don't like that. I was rude and I didn't we know. care. I we know. tell people, like, I would tell them what I was Remember thinking. Remember when you told that one boy that nope. didn't even know that you didn't like his hair? 
He was just like, Ew, why it would you do that? It was the first time that I met him, too. I could not believe that, Shan. See, then it, t- it took a couple weeks for the Lord to really just process she that. She went up to the dude and she was like, why would you do that to your hair? That looks really bad. No, I said it looks stupid. <laughs> Which is <laughs> Yeah. I you said that looks stupid. Him. A couple weeks later, I seen my mans at the store. And I said, yo, my bad. I'm sorry. That was a lot. And I told Tara, I was like, I did apologize to him because I did. That was wrong. But you know what tripped me out about you at that time? Which I really don't want <laughs> to say it from anyway. You would come at people, but if anybody. Oh, yeah. Could not take the come heat. At could you, not take the heat. Oh, my. Shem would clam up just mad. Could not take just the heat. Just silent, just salty. I'm like, get out the kitchen. How could you ever say something about me? She would could say whatever she wanted, but nobody could say nothing to her. I was perfect. Do not dare speak look, down on my name i was really okay like, <laughs> that's i hope what it you was. see this that's what it was but now you can oh, roast me and i will roast you back there you go anybody can get roasted out right here. now <laughs> look i'm roasting you right now anyways okay um <laughs> the sec okay so the second point was it takes commitment um and i just think about like in the bible when the disciples knew nothing jesus still taught them even when they like um doubted jesus and he's like well, you guys have seen everything that I've done mm-hmm. or like even still they turn to Jesus even when they didn't know. And I just feel like sometimes all the time, I I don't know a lot. I feel like I don't know a lot. And so sometimes I like ask Terrell a lot of stuff mm-hmm. all the time. And I mean, she don't respond sometimes, but that's okay. I don't hold that against her. There's some questions I can't respond to. <laughs> like what? I don't know. It's just some I just can't. That's rude. I need. I'll go through my phone and look at the ones I haven't responded to, but I couldn't. I don't know what type <laughs> of questions I'll be asking, but sometimes it'll be like the middle of the night. I'm like, yo, I wonder what this is, mm-hmm. or like how this I wake stuff. up in the morning. I'm like, nope. And I just text Tara. <laughs> she don't ever respond. Then I'll see her. She like, I didn't. I couldn't. Right. I don't even try to act like I didn't see it. I'd be like, I know. I didn't respond. No, sometimes, no, as soon as she got her Apple Watch, she definitely stopped texting people back. <laughs> she, <laughs> Look at it, keep on moving. Kept, kept on no, red. No, no, no. She was like, I would think I would respond in my head, but I guess I didn't really respond. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But the response in my head was like, nope. Ex- exactly. She didn't. Okay. I'm going to just let that go. God's working on me too. Okay. It takes commitment. And I think like through the times that Tara could have really been like, Jim, you know what? I'm just not. I just can't deal with this no more. I thought about it. Are you for real? No. I was about to say, wow, could have told me that at a different time. <laughs> Not when you're making your whole point about right. Like, it takes a minute. You could have told me that, like, oh, dang, Sham. The other day I was kind of thinking about. No. Yes, it takes a, I think it takes commitment from both sides, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, if I wasn't committed to, even though, like, Tara was like, okay, Sham, like, I believe that you're going to be doing this, or like, the Lord revealed to me that you're going to be doing this. And I was like, no, I don't believe that. But like equally knew, like deep down, like mm-hmm. that's what I was going to be doing. I was like open and willing to like learn mm-hmm. and like committed to that. Even like through the times where she would tell me that I was doing wrong, like stuff wrong. And like I've come a long way to hearing people tell me that mm-hmm. I'm doing stuff wrong. Because like there was a time where you couldn't, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't be able to receive that. Right. But like. If I wouldn't, like, if 
Like back when I met Tara and she was like, oh, Shem, you probably shouldn't have did this or like that wasn't cool and you know that. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not about to let her tell me what I can and can't do. So I'm about to stop uh, like associating myself with her. I don't think I would be at this place right now. TBH. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'll be at HBCU. Let me tell y'all. Stop. With a chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm, just oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. A I'm chocolate kidding. what? Girl, candy bar, Snickers. Oh, okay. That's what I mean, I'll hey, uh, be at HBCU with my candy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. A lot Anyways, of saliva in my mouth. Um, here's the thing. I try to think like, there are so many times that God could have given up on me. And let me just keep putting out there. I am not God. And I don't claim to know everything about like the person or the people I'm discipling. Like I'm not like over here above them. Like I know the plans that I have for you says like, that's not, I can't. Yeah. Like I can't be that person. Um, but I think it does take like, you have to like be committed to praying for the person that like, that you're leading, that you're guiding and discipling. Like there are certain times that like God has told me like, this is how you should pray for Sham. Mm-hmm. Like pray for Sham in these areas. And there's some things guys like show me like, you know, help Sham see this. And there's some things that like that I've seen, like whether it's just natural eyes or spiritual eyes, where I know she's not ready to hear that yet. So I don't Ooh, say come nothing. On, Lord. Right. Please, thank you, guys. So yeah, so I feel like I it shouldn't be said at the time. Um, but yeah, you have to like really be wise. And then two, like the most simple things. It just takes like time together. And this is something that like Sham really helps me understand. Like Sham will be like, can we like not like learn today? Like, can we hang out? Because <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, all right, Sham, what's your week like? Like, what have you been doing? Like, how could you no, have grown? Facts. And Sham like always has a story for me. That's one thing since the day I met her. She always has a story about something. Sometimes it has to do with her. Sometimes it has nothing to do with her. <laughs> she just has a story about yeah. something happening at school. And People I always say like. all the time. They story. It was good. And she just time. tell me like, this girl's tripping or this girl texts me. Me some crazy stuff but i always say like i never care about what the other person's doing <laughs> like i'm here with you like i don't care so what that girl texts you i care how you responded mm-hmm. like if i was with the other girl it maybe be different but like i only care about your response right now in this moment um so it's a lot of those conversations but then sometimes sham's just like can we like hang out like <laughs> can we like walk she around the mall me, like no, what take it back Put no. your face in the mic and take no. it back. Anyways, it's not true at all. I tell everybody, take it back. you know where I'm at. My house is an open door. Everybody knows open that. Open windows. You, cold. It is cold here. My feet are like froze. Froze. Literally, I can't move. I should be sitting outside. But no, what? <laughs> Basically, look until you pay my heat bill. You Ooh, come on. You're okay. right. Anyways, you're right. um, what was I saying? What was I saying? You were saying that you don't care about the other person's response. Only no, I wasn't. And sometimes, no, I wasn't. No, look, I'm trying to. Geez, I'm trying to take the timeline back in my head. I was saying, you, you said sometimes you Sham just want to hang out, and then right. I said you never have time for me. Then you said Which take it back, true. and okay. I'm taking it back. Thank you. Just like Sham, like let's just get coffee and like not talk about like ministry, which is so good and such a good reminder for me. Which is good because like it like helps our friendship. So. That's yeah, it. she said it. We're friends. What? Why would we not be friends? <laughs> like, like, like Shan told y'all, we're not that far apart in age. We are in a very different seasons of life, but not far oh, apart in age. Oh, very different seasons of life, for sure. Look, I got a whole husband on the couch right now who just tripping. 
Do you know what I mean? And you know, she I'm gonna cut that part out. Shem don't cut that. Shem don't, don't got to do with that. No, no, I'm so happy. He just Chauncey, took his, he took his earphones out. That's Chauncey, do you want to come say something on the mic for us, please? Give us some advice about discipleship. Just give us one little nugget on discipleship. Come please here, come, please come. Come here, babe. Don't play. Please, Chauncey. Please, honey. Please, just one nugget. See this one. Are you serious? I'm serious. Can you please just come? Just a nugget. Please. Okay, fine. I don't even know what to say. That's okay. You disciple thousands of people for basketball. You tell me you don't know what to say. Chanti would say, be genuine in your call. I don't know. Would you say that? Okay. No, Chauncey would be like, what you gotta know, what you gotta understand is you don't do you don't do what you don't need to be doing. People do what just, you need to do. Right. People just be tripping. They make life so hard. It's simple. <laughs> you just do what God calls you to do, and that's it. That's it. Did I encapsulate you well, babe? Okay. I'm about to get a brownie. I needed a brownie after that. That's a fax. Okay, Tara. Any last minute words for your girl? Oh, we're done? Yeah. That was so quick. It's 30 minutes. Oh, cute. Okay. Um, uh, any advice for somebody who wants to be a discipler or be discipled? Where do they start? Hmm. Okay. Um, I would say find somebody that's doing what you want to do. Um, so, and I would approach them, build a relationship. Like kind of we talked about earlier, it's hard to... Um, Build something organic when you just go up like, hey, can you disciple me? I mean, maybe it works for some people, but um, be curious. I know that for the people that have discipled me in the past, I have talked their ear off and asked so many questions. Like, I don't care if I barely knew you or anything. I want to know. So even if it's just like, if if I feel like they're a good mom, even when I was 16, it wasn't even thinking about no kids. Like, I'd be like, why did you handle a situation with your kid that way? Because I just want to know. Like, I want to have wisdom. I want to learn and I want to grow. <laughs> like, I want to beat him. I'm telling you. Like, that was one lady who was, like, really, like, she was discipling me for a bit. Um, and it's a story. You don't you don't need the end of the story. On, but the Lord. beginning of the story is really great. Um, but so she would have, like, some kids from the youth group over after church and stuff like that. And so I would go over there. didn't even know her. But, like, the way she, like, treated her kids and treated her husband like I, and like I said, I was a teenager. I wasn't worried about none of that, but I was just curious because I felt like she was a good wife and a good mom. So I would always be like, you know, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? And from that moment on, she was so open to te- like teaching me and like instructing me and just like helping me learn stuff that we just like developed such a good relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. she taught me how to cook. Like she just taught me little things like that, um, just about life. And we like grew such a good relationship. Um, oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, so we're not going to end that story. I mean, it's fine, but like... Okay, auntie. Yeah. yeah, so I would say that. Get curious. Um, I think it's the person who wants to be discipled. I think it's your responsibility. Um, if you really want to be discipled, to pursue. Wow. But here's the thing. I think that if you are in Christ and you are mature, strong, wise Christian with a good foundation, I think you should be discipled somebody. I think that every... Um, seasoned Christian should be able to tell me at any given moment who you're discipling. And that was It's Your Journey podcast. I'm just playing. Tis, I'm not seasoned. Who are you discipling, Sham? I just said I'm not seasoned. So. I think you are. I think it's time for you to disciple somebody, but that's part of what we got to talk about um, in our meeting next week. Oh, for real? Yes. It's wind blowing from this window like <laughs> tomorrow. Like my feet are actually going to like freeze. <laughs> 
Okay, mm. y'all. I really, I, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. So maybe it's not important. Okay, what you think about this quote real quick, last mm-hmm. thing? Er, from This is from Pastor Greg at Harvest Church. Okay. Seen what up, Pastor Greg? The other day. Every disciple is a Christian, but not every Christian is a disciple. Every disciple is a Christian, but not every Christian is a disciple. Sure. That's all, folks. She just <laughs> said, sure. You heard it in your life. <laughs> oh, I did have a story. Can okay, I tell go. Yeah, story? Can tell we story. have time? Yep. Okay. Anyways, so... Um, Wait, is this story about me? No. Okay, no, 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 no. It's about one of my fir- the first times I ever heard about discipleship. I thought it was crazy. Okay, good thing we asked that question 10 hours ago. What Really? What was it? When was the first time you encountered discipleship? Nuh-uh. You know what? Well, I did skip over that. Right. Okay, you right. My well, see, look at the Lord bringing it back. <laughs> Anyways, um, so my dad, when he first got saved, he had one of those like black and white like type of just brand new person 180 type of like salvation stories. So, okay, um, right. So when he first got saved, um, his pastor was discipling him like heavy and he would say, like, I think I told you the story before, but he would say, like, his, the person who was discipling him, his pastor, would call him at, like, three in the morning. Oh, yeah, she did tell me It's that. crazy. Call him at, like, three in the morning, and he would say stuff like, hey, go to the store and bring me this. And my dad would be like, um, this Christian stuff is weird. Like, this is, this is, like, not what, you know, you're supposed to do. And, you know, nowadays, I'd be like, that's pastoral abuse and all that kind of stuff. Before I finish the story, let me just let y'all know, I have never done that to Sham, and I will never do that kind of thing. She but my dad... Stop. I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding. was like, I was it's called doing your faithfulness. And I be asleep. So <laughs> what do I need at three in the morning? Nothing. Anyways. Mm. So um my dad would be like, What? And he'd be like, No, you have to get up, go to the store and bring me this thing, whatever it was. And so um after a while my dad was just like, I mean, okay, I'm trying to be a Christian. If this is what a Christian's about, like I guess I have to do it. I want to get ice cream. Right. Right. So then um, after a while, my dad was like, why, like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I have a wife at home. Like, why are you making me get up? And the guy said, well, you are going to have to learn how to hear the voice of the Lord and respond even when you don't want to. Mm. And so my dad was like, oh, dang, like there's going to be times like the the most intense times where you do not want to do what God has called you to do. You do not want to do what God's t- telling you to do. And in the physical, that's in the middle of the night. Like if Look, anything, you don't want to do something in the sleep. middle of the night. Right. That's like the only Come time on, in like all 24 hours of your day that you are not trying to do anything. So he was trying to teach my dad, like, you're going to have to break this like um, self-sufficiency and just doing whatever you want. You have to break that and understand when the Lord calls you, no matter when or what time or what season, you have to respond. So I think you really have to know the person that you're discipling um, in wisdom and prayer. You don't just disciple just because like you don't just disciple anybody. I think it's important and you have to do it with like wisdom and grace on both sides. So I'm not saying that like I've done everything perfect. I just try to listen to God and listen to Sham. That's kind of oh, what to it sham. is. Why do you yeah, because I want to be able to understand the things that you say. Oh, facts, facts. I'm yeah. a very complex person, so it's really hard to understand me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Tara, can you pray us out, please? Okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, thanks. All right. Lord, I, um, I pray for all the ears, Lord God, that are going to hear this. Lord, I pray that um, whatever they're going through, whether it is a a great season or a tough season, Lord, I pray that you would um, give them peace, Lord, that you would reassure them that you're there. Lord, I pray for those who want to be discipled. God, I pray that you would put someone in their life, God, who is mature, God, who is safe, Lord, and um, someone that they can grow with. And God, I pray for those who want to disciple someone else. 
God, give them wisdom. Lord, I pray that you would pull them closer to you, that they would be able to hear you. Lord, and um, I just pray that in these relationships that they would be godly, God, that they would be um, pure, Lord, that they would be right before you and um, help us to grow this community and grow together. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Dealing with depression, pills on the dresser, fiending for affection, so I'm buying out the section. Now I see what fame will really get you. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. The lifestyle left a lot of rich folk brainless to the temple. Yeah, we were broke, but that life was simple. Besides, food is food, water is water, air is air, the rest is mental. I did without until I did within. I said, don't beat what I wrote.